We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Blog Talk Radio. Like what, what 
cards and books and stuff. We keep those. But but what what I think that a person should do and what we've decided to do is buy bins, these plastic tubs, and you can put all your safekeepings away because everybody wants it. When you get older, you want to look back, you want to share it with your grandchildren and different people and say, look, you know, years ago I got this or I got that, and it's, it has special sentimental value to it. So that's something I'm going to be honest. I'm never going to get rid of. I'm never giving up <laughs> cards I got from my husband, from you, honey. I'm never going to give up my mom giving me my, you know, her first letter to me when I was five and telling me how proud of me she was in kindergarten that I stopped doing that one little dance I was supposed to not be doing at school. You know the one I told oh, you about. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> to, to that one song, you know, let's get it on. So, I mean, things like that I'm going to keep always, and I'm going to always share them. And when we get older, we have grandchildren, and we want, and they're big enough to understand. We want to share it with them. So that's, that's where I would start at is I would say clearing clutter. It's time to make the change, and that means, you know, a way to go about doing it is, is you could even take a tablet and go in your closet and say, okay, I'm going put to a, put a heading, shoes, then put a heading, sweaters, then put a heading, coats, then put a heading, handbags for, for women out there, guys, you know, whatever. Um, I belts. Have, yeah, belts. Yeah, both times, whatever, and go down it and say what you can afford to donate. There's so many people out there, everyone in need, so many different organizations you can help and assist, and just so many different ways. If you you, um, have done that already and you still have items and you want to sell some of it and, you know, earn a little extra income to offset some of these economic crises and, you know, pay some bills with it, you can put it on consignment. There's consignment shops all over this country, and, you know, where they'll sell the stuff for you. They will take a small fee, a percentage, but it's worth it. It's not just hanging in the closet not doing anyone any good. And then secondly, I would have to say taking care of yourself. That is something else. This is one place that I find myself having trouble as well, honey. You know, I'll I'll be doing something for myself, and then I'll look up and I'll say, "Uh uh-oh, you know, I need to answer some emails, or I better make those phone calls back. You know, people call and left messages, things like that, and I feel guilty just doing something for me. So that's a change that I definitely need to make. I I agree with you, babe, but it's, it's hard because a lot of people, like you said, feel guilty when they have that me time, especially when you have, say, a job or you have a list of things that you have to mm-hmm. do or your your children want to play or something like that. But if you don't give that me time, babe, then all of a sudden it's going to be hard for you to give the time to the other people. So change and taking care of yourself is a big one because you got to dedicate some time to yourself. Maybe it's just sitting down reading a book or furthering your mind or whatever you want to mm-hmm. do, but definitely taking care of yourself. Is, that's well, for a good me, one. honey, that's, that's very true. And for me, I love like doing things like um, you know, getting my, you know, pedicure, manicure, stuff like that. And I have to make myself realize that the rest of the world will wait. Now, my family and my, you know, important things and your health and all that kind of stuff, they won't wait. They, you know, but they will make compromise. They will say, okay, you know, it's some mommy time or some wife time. But the rest of the world will be okay. You know, they're going to continue on moving. And you've got to make that change and go ahead and take care and look out for yourself. No question, baby. Well, I have one here for you. Okay. And what about changing of your habits now when I say changing of your habits babe we're talking about like procrastination smoking uh, maybe cursing things that people do habitually and what a person might want to do to try to to get rid of some of the bad habits if you want to call them is it's going to take focus and dedication those are two things that I really think mm-hmm. are big when it comes to habits Definitely. because the old saying goes baby habits are hard to break this mm-hmm. is something that you've done it so much that now it just becomes a reflex you just automatically you just go right into it 
and it, it's a difficult thing, but you need some support, and this is something that you, you really have to focus on and say, you know what, I'm going to get over this, whatever it is. Procrastination is a big one from the standpoint that people just kind of let things drag on and let things drag on instead of just jumping on it, getting it done, being done with it, and moving forward. So habits are, are something that's hard to break, but it's definitely something that is change-worthy, babe. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. I have to reiterate You've said it all, so I definitely don't need to to repeat it. I I think my husband had hit it on the nose with um, procrastination and breaking old habits. I have a a couple of friends that smoke cigarettes, and they've been saying for 20 years now, i got to stop smoking. And it's like, okay, I know that's a habit, but let's try to work together. So one thing that I suggested to them to do is maybe you don't abruptly stop. You don't try to go cold turkey. Maybe you try to limit yourself to maybe three cigarettes a day, if that. Hopefully mm-hmm. they're not past that, but I'm going to limit myself to three cigarettes a day for a month. Then I'm going to limit myself to two cigarettes a day, and maybe you start weaning yourself off. But that is definitely a change that um, that they would like to make, and I hope that they're listening. I know that they probably are. <laughs> and, you know, we can we can do it together. Maybe, you know, you do it with your friend. Here's, here's a good example or a good suggestion. you got a buddy. One of them wants to stop smoking. One of them wants to lose weight. You encourage the one that wants to stop smoking, and they encourage you to lose weight. And you guys kind of are a shoulder for each other to lean on. And everybody loves encouragement, and they love, um, you know, support, and they love to know that there's someone else rooting for them. That's just how we are by human nature. And I think that if you had that kind of, you know, that that person or that kind of support system behind you, you will more than likely succeed. So habits, that's a good one. And then we move right along to reaching your goals. And this one, I think, is really important, too, because setting them is easy. It's actually making them happen. That is the hardest part. So here's what I suggest. I say suggest, back to what I talked about a couple months on the show, and I always go back to this, is making a list. And I love reaching goals. Uh, it's funny because I was talking to a lady at the, sto- at the grocery store this morning, and she was saying, you're so organized. You always have your little list and your tablet, and you're so focused. You come zooming through this store. You know exactly what you want. You go boom, boom, boom. You might be stopping over at Starbucks next door to grab a coffee. You might be getting a newspaper for your husband. You might want a couple magazines. You might want to stop at the bank. You And you just methodically go down it, and we watch you in amazement because day in and day out, and this has been going on for a couple years now, and it's just it's fascinating to see that you always have a smile. You're always pleasant. And I said, you know, it's funny you say that, and I appreciate it, because, you know, we talk a lot about it, and I give a lot of people advice when they ask. It's just all about being, trying to be organized. I'm not the most organized person in the world, but when it comes time to go do those lists, if it means doing it, writing it down the night before, it's easier for me to get up and execute it. Because then I know, okay, I'm driving up here. In my mind, I play a little game. Here's a circle around where I do my errands. And if I go to point A, finish everything at point A, point B, point C, by the time I'm driving back home, I stop at a red light, I can take my yellow highlighter and mark off the things that I've done. So that's the way I look at goal setting and reaching your goal. All you do is you list down on a piece of paper all the goals that you want to reach. And me, I'm, I'm an overachiever sometimes, and I get you know frustrated. My husband's helping me to deal with that, right, honey? With not <laughs> yeah. getting upset if I don't reach all of them. But, you know, it's better to put them all down, and then I put them in little categories nowadays. I put three in one group, and that's my group A. Then group B is three. Then group four is three. And then group five is three. And then I just try to methodically go down it. And whenever I hear anybody talking about the things that they would like to do and things that they, you know, have always wanted to do, I think in my head, you know, start off with a list. And I don't usually say anything unless they ask me, but I'm telling you guys, you guys are all our friends. I appreciate you coming, listening to our show. It's really, really important to jot it down on a list and then start 
taking them off one by I say picking them off, picking them <laughs> off that list like somebody with a little you know BB gun that's shooting cans down. You pick off one at a time. That's right, baby. I mean, the, when you talk about goals, goals are a path. You know, mm-hmm. what what is your path going to be? And you have to set it. And if that that's what you mean by a list, if you're setting your path and you know that if you knock these things out one by mm-hmm. one, at the end of my path is my goal. So you're just looking at a step-by-step process. And for other people to look at you and see it mm-hmm. and then recognize, let you know that the things that you're doing are taking you where you want to go. And that's that's really powerful. But changing is a, is a big Big thing, babe. Oh, most definitely. So reaching your goals, guys. There you go. Also, babe, I got becoming a positive person. This is one of the most important of all. I I look at being a positive person as thinking positive also, baby. Like a lot of people will say, is the cup half empty or is the cup half full? And a lot of the time, being a positive person comes with positive thinking because you have to be thinking positively for these positive things to transpire in your life. And sometimes it gets difficult because, like my wife said earlier, with the economic times and different things that, you know, just go on in a person's life that you can't miss, you just kind of have to try to find that positive outlook and, and that positive spirit inside you will lead you to becoming that positive person that everybody wants to be. But sometimes it just can be a little bit difficult or it can get hard. Would you say that? I will most definitely say that. And I would say that, you know, right now with everything going on, I know a lot of people are probably going, you know, it's really just not the time for that, but it's always the time. I have been practicing myself in no matter what, think positive, look at the brighter side. It doesn't matter. It can't get so bad that you can't always find something good about whatever the situation is. And that the good you might find is the fact that you learned a lesson, a valuable lesson you know, that you don't have to make that mistake again, or it could be, okay, this is all bad, but there has got to be something good involved, you know, so always try to look on the brighter side, and the more positive you are and towards other people, that will, it's infectious, it will make them be that way towards you, and I've learned that over the years, you know, you could deal with people on the level that they're dealing with you, or you can change it and turn it around, you can turn their frown into a smile, so definitely becoming a positive person is extremely, extremely important, honey, good job. You know, one of our, our favorite um, mm-hmm. uh, authors is Deepak Chopra, baby, and he always says that when you look in the ashes, look well, because in the ashes of disaster, you can find those positive things. But sometimes it takes a little bit for you to be able to, to find those. So, you know, becoming a positive person, that is a big one. Moving on, babe, I have diet. Now, this is a big one because a lot of people, you know, we've turned into a fast food society a little bit, and those are more sluggish foods. you got your burgers, your fried foods, your chips, and all that type of stuff. And you want to change a little bit, but you don't know how because you're on the go, and those healthy foods might not lend themselves to you as easy. So Mm -hmm. you're looking more at fruits and vegetables, and then all of a sudden your body may be craving, oh, I want a burger, so you just give in. But look at the two-to-one ratio. You figure if you can put two things healthy in your body as compared to one more of the sluggish foods, uh, like a burger or some chips, Mm -hmm. something that you might like, that is going to add up over time because you're going to be putting more stuff that is good for your body into your body than you're going to be putting that sluggish stuff in your body. And diet is such, such a big thing because we are what we eat ultimately, and we want to make sure that we're eating the best stuff. So change in diet, baby, is something that uh, is talked about a lot, and that's why you know diet is such a big moneymaker for a lot of authors and different people out there because people want a better lifestyle, but you just got to figure out how to do it. And I would say that's starting with fruits and vegetables. 
most definitely. And another way to make a change is, okay, you know, you want to lose some weight. Don't go see, like I said again, I'm an overachiever. I might think in my mind, oh, my God, i got to lose 25 pounds, 50 pounds. Well, that's a big, a much bigger road to hold. That's a bigger hill to climb. And if you tell yourself it's, it's all about the mental game, I think, if you say, I need to lose five pounds. And then as you lose that five, I need to lose another five pounds. You'll be encouraged, and it will, get, it will be easier to accomplish, wouldn't you say, honey? So especially with diet, because be honest, no one really loves to work out because it is hard work. <laughs> it's a lot of hard work, so I hear a lot of people complain, but then I hear a lot of people that's in great shape that do go every day or five times a week or four times a week, and they say, but if I don't work out, I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. So making that change to, to diet is, like my husband said, you could start out small by drinking fruits and vegetables and that sort of thing, and that's what we do. Every morning we juice. My husband, Well, I shouldn't say we because then I wouldn't be honest. My <laughs> husband juices. I haven't learned how to use the machine yet, everybody, but he juices um, we use spinach, lettuce, carrot, and apple. I know it might sound kind of weird, but you put it all in the juicer, and it makes the most great juice. It's sweet, and it has like a carroty taste to it. It's delicious, and you drink it, and you just have so much energy. You feel so great. And before, I was a heavier coffee drinker. You know why I had one coffee a day, but and it was like probably four times a week, but it was the fact that I had not really ever been that way, and I could see the difference. When I stopped drinking that and started drinking the fresh fruits and juices, my energy soared through the roof. Isn't it clears that? your skin. It just it just gives you a really, really, really good feeling. So in making that change, I hope that these extra little tips that we're adding in as far as start, you know, if you can't juice it, you don't have a juicer, go down and get a head of lettuce and make yourself a homemade salad. There's yeah. so many different ways, huh? Yeah, there's so many different ways to get that good stuff, baby. That you, I'm so glad that you said juicing because juicing allows you to get, you know, five and six carrots all of a sudden and you just swig them down real quick and you're getting all the nutrients from that. And that is, like my wife said, a lot of people with Starbucks and different things like that, it's a, it's a fast drink type of thing, but okay. all of a sudden your body gets used to that caffeine and wants that boost, mm-hmm. it's ready to go, but all of a sudden you can wean yourself off that a little bit. You still have your coffee. I'm not saying don't drink it, but I'm saying that if if you, if you get some fruits and vegetables into your body through juice and all of a sudden you're going to feel different with the, the boost of energy that you get off of the, the natural fruits and vegetables that you will do when you juice. And so changing the oh, diet is big, baby. Honey, you listen to this. There's someone in our chat room, and their um, line is Biomed Byline. And I, I appreciate if you could please, if you're, if you're listening to us, put your email address in there so that I can send everybody to, you know, put your URL in there so everyone can come and check you out. They said since January um, they lost 40 pounds. Wow. So that's awesome, and that I definitely is. would love to try it and, and look into it. So we're here. We see you. Thank you so much for coming, and definitely put it in there, and I will read it off um, as soon as we see it. And diet, like we said again, the winter's coming. We got a, a you know economy problem. We got just to hope with the election coming up and just all the negativity that you see on TV and, Mm -hmm. you know, everything that's happening around us could easily, you know, lend a negative outlook. Let's all just try to be positive and let's make these changes. We can do it. And we can all be each other's shoulder, actually, you know. We open our doors to you guys to email us at our MySpace. Um, It is myspace.com forward slash Jackie and Doug, infinite love. If we can help you in any way and vice versa, put your email in there. And you can best believe we may even email you and ask you, can you help us with different (laughs) ways and different ideas and tips on how to make changes because we're open to learning. No question, babe. Change is where it is at. 
in this day and age, I am trying to tell you mm-hmm. as we enter into this election year, because when the last thing on diet, baby, is what happens when you feel negative? You feel negative, you want to get those comfort foods. Oh, you go in there and, I, well, let me tell you what I do. <laughs> I'm either eating Lucky Charms cereal three times a day along with everything else that I eat, or I'm eating cookies, or you're going and you're getting candy if you if you have a sweet tooth things that is not really good for you. So mm-hmm. um, that was one thing that we really wanted to talk about was making a change in diet. Um, next, we'll move right along, honey. And this one, you guys, is saving more money. And I know people go, okay, everyone and all these financial you know, consultants and people are always talking about saving money. If I had money to save, that would be great. Well, you could put a dollar, $2, $3, whatever it is, just as long as you know in the back of your mind. You, what you could do is you could get a shoebox. This is what I used to do when I first moved out into my own apartment years ago. I would get a shoebox, and you just put your money in there, even if it's a dollar. Even if you say, every time I get change from a store, I'm going to drop it in a shoe. I'm going to drop it in my special shoebox that's in my closet. Tape around the sides of it. So it's an empty shoebox, and then you tape it closed and cut a little slit in the top of it like you would a piggy bank. And every day, just drop change in there. Don't open it up. Tell yourself, I'm going to wait one year before I open this up. And then at the end of that year, you open it, you would be surprised at how much money you actually saved, and you don't miss it. But if it's in your pocket or it's in your purse or it's in your tray in your car or wherever, you would just keep spending and spending and spending. We have been programmed in this economy, in this world, in this in society, period, to spend. Mm-hmm. They, they, they are very, very – everyone is very, very um, – uh, good at putting different ads on TV and different things like that that entice us. You yeah. know, just like little kids when they see things at the toy store. Oh, my God, Mommy, Daddy, yeah. the latest. <laughs> oh, my God, the Transformers came out with the best thing, and you want all you want to do is see your kids smile. So, of course, you may say to them, no, you have enough toys, Johnny. But in the back of your mind, you're going, okay, I need to get up here to the nearest Toys R Us this week. Let me add that to my list and get him the Transformer or her the the new doll that she wants because you want to make your kids happy. Well, that's the same with yourself. Inside is fulfilling, you know, you're fulfilling a, a need or you're fulfilling a habit, as we talked about earlier, right, honey? So making that change is, okay, I'll put half of what I have left. If I got a $20 bill and I spent $5 and I get $15 back, $7.50 is going to go in my shoebox, $7.50 I can keep in my car for emergencies, and then you're winning both ways because you have the money to spend as you need it, and then you also have money you're saving. Baby, I like that. That's change with the change. So, But what about this, baby? This is something that we talk about, obviously, but not, not to our listeners yet, and that's the 10% rule. And 10% of whatever it is that you make, you stuff it away. And that means if you make $1,000, you're putting away $100. Out of every dollar that you make, you're putting away $0.10. Cents. Those little bits add up like my wife said over the year and if you don't pay attention to it and you just stuff it away and you just every every time you get something you're taking 10 percent out and you're putting it in there and that could ultimately end up being the change that you have left over when you're out spending at the end of the year if you're making thirty thousand dollars you got three thousand dollars saved up of fresh cash that you can do something with so the 10 percent rule 10 percent of everything that you earn or that you get you just stuff it away don't look at it and tape it up tight put it away and don't pay attention to it at all but change with your change i like that baby definitely thank you guys so very much for coming you can reach us at calling by calling us at 
8305. And, of course, you know the area code, but in case you don't, it is 347. So it would be 347-215-8305. Our chat room is just blowing up. Everybody's in here. They're having fun. I can't keep up with you guys. You type so fast. They're talking about extra virgin olive oil. They're talking about all kinds of great stuff in here which is fantastic. So I think it's wonderful. There's um, Whole Foods is going through here. I was getting ready to send one out to you guys talking about apple cider vinegar. That's another great thing. My husband's been drinking it for almost 10 years. I've drunk it on and off for that amount of time. That's another great weight loss type of, of a, um, item. And I see diet has been one of our strongest topics on this whole list that we went through, and it's really, really, really important, especially now. And um, moving right along, we just want to say um, get moving. No more excuses, whether it be getting a new job or moving to a new place or making a list of what to do and getting them done to exercising and building your self-confidence. It's time, everybody. It's time to get going. Okay, let's all do this. And, again, we want to tell you we do not purport to be experts. We're just Doug and Jackie Christie sharing our thoughts and ideas with you all today. And please, take what you will, and we wish you nothing but the best. Okay, happy changes. There it is, baby. <laughs> and then we'll move right along. And today we have in top news and hot topics, what do we have for them, babe? We have Japan goes bananas over the diet craze. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. The Associated Press is reporting that Japan is going bananas for bananas. Uh-oh. The morning banana diet has become so popular that stores are having a hard time keeping the potassium-rich fruit on their shelves. The morning banana diet consists of one or more bananas with room-temperature water for breakfast, an optional snack at 3 p.m., and anything you want for lunch and dinner. Now, this is sounds like it sounds really good, but, okay, everybody out there, and it seems like we got a lot of people in here that knows about diet, tell me what you guys think for sure. It says the catch is you can't eat desserts after meals. Dinner has to be consumed by 8 p.m., and you have to go to bed by midnight. Okay. The diet was created by Osaka pharmacist Sumiko Watanabe, who wanted to help her husband lose some weight. And aims at boosting the dieter. It aims at boosting the dieter's metabolism. Wananabe's husband ended up dropping 37 pounds. Ooh. The diet was first posted on one of Japan's largest social networking sites. Morning diet books began hitting stores in March and have since sold more than 730,000 copies. The diet's popularity escalated after a TV show featured a singer who also lost 15 pounds in just six weeks. So everybody out there, if you guys are listening, this is hot. This is what they're talking about is what's going on. This is hot news. And I personally think go to AOL.com and you can find out more about it. But it is the um, morning banana diet. Wow. I don't know if mine can touch that. That is hot. It is official. Madonna and Guy Ritchie call it quits. The rumors are true. A rep for the singer confirmed that Madonna and Guy Ritchie are divorcing after nearly eight years of marriage. Baby, what do you got on that? Wow. I just want to say I feel really bad. You know, we do not advocate divorce, but any time you're in a relationship that you feel you cannot go any further... We do say the best thing to do is, you know, take a break or step away from it. And obviously they've done that, I guess, from what I've read for a while now, and they've decided to go their own separate ways. So we wish them the best. Dang. That's, we need, that's just, huh? I said we need Al Green. Oh, most definitely. And everybody, the phone lines are 
heated up. Every phone line is taken. I've unblocked all of you so you could jump right in if you want in the conversation. And moving right along, we got number three in our hot topics and news. We got bankrupt Mervins, everybody. This is a hot tip. They are going to liquidate their items and their stores. So if you need something and you like what Mervins carry, most definitely shoot over to Mervins and pick up some of the items because they it, it's sad and it's not like we're vultures and we're, you know, driving down onto them and grabbing things. <laughs> This is this is just, they said that they would love for everybody to come in and buy up all the, the last bit of stuff that they have. They said um, that Ellen Department Store Chain Mervyn's LLC, which filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in July, said Friday that it plans to begin liquidating, liquidation sales excuse me, at its remaining 149 stores and wind down its business. The Hayward, California-based chain said in a statement that after completing a thorough analysis of all available options, including a sale of the company, the board determined that holding liquidation sales during the holiday season was the best way to maximize value for the company's creditors. It also cited a challenging retail environment and declining liquidity as factors forcing the company's liquidation. Mervyn's now operates mainly in California. And you know, honey, I don't know if you recognize this, but they had started closing down in 2005 a lot of their stores that we had here in Washington. And so I was wow. like, Mom, where's Mervyn's? I haven't seen it. And she said, yeah, they moved the one out of factory. All these different ones are closing. And they said, as I went further on in my investigation of this, you know, because I'm a news reporter now, <laughs> no, it said that they had started closing down the stores some time ago here. That is something else. You wouldn't think a big chain like that, mm-hmm. but that goes to show you what's going on with the times. So, baby, I got mm-hmm. something for you here. Now, this is a, a crazy story. The nation's tallest basketball player, Kenny George, who is 7 feet 7 inches, undergoes an amputation. The University of North Carolina Asheville Center, Kenny George, will most likely not play basketball again in his collegiate career after having part of his right foot amputated. In August, George came back home from Pete Newell's big man camp with MRSA, a difficult to to treat staph infection in his right foot. He was then hospitalized and went underwent several surgeries to save both his life and his foot. Three weeks ago, doctors decided to amputate part of his foot. Mm-hmm. George was the Big South Player of the Year. The would-be senior averaged 12.4 points a game, seven rebounds last season, but he could only average 20 minutes of playing time on the floor. So this is a, a big thing. I don't know exactly what the MRSA staff infection is, but it must be something big. So if they're saying, babe, that his college career is uh, he's not going to resume that, maybe he will be able to uh, play professionally. So let's just uh, let's hope on that one. Well, if he has half a foot, that might be kind of difficult, unless they use like a prosthetic, prosthetic, is that what it's called? Like yeah. the extra piece that they have? Well, well, they said part of his right foot, so maybe it was, you know, one a of corner. his toes or mm-hmm. something like that, because uh, staph infection is a bad thing, so that's a, another reason why we got to take care of ourselves. Oh, most definitely, everybody, and we're talking a lot about health and diet today, so make sure that you're um, getting your checkups and stuff. I'm not trying to, like, tell people to go to the doctor, but it's important that you do know what's going on. So um, then we'll move right along to J-Lo and Mark Anthony. Uh-huh. They got married again, and I think that's really, really cool. And it was a total spur-of-the-moment thing, she said, and um, they decided to renew their vows. They was at the Caesars Palace, and they ended up doing that in the Forum Tower penthouse in Las Vegas. And it was around 1230 in the morning that they decided that's what they wanted to do, and they started calling for ministers, and they ended up getting married again. And 
I think that's just so sweet. So we wish them nothing but the ultimate best. And us having been married so many times, we think it's fun, it's exciting, it's rejuvenating and all that. So that's really cool. What do you think, baby? Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to him, no question. Uh, kudos, kudos, kudos. Babe, last but not least, we have Seve Ballesteros, the longtime golfer at 51 years old, the five-time major champion on the PGA Tour, has brain surgery to remove oh a tumor. Goodness. Then he unfortunately had complications, but the doctors in Spain removed a piece of the 51-year-old Ballesteros skull to relieve pressure building on his brain. Seve is in stable condition and the outlook is hopefully good. So we, uh, our hearts and prayers go out to Seve, a great golfer and uh, unfortunately a little trouble right now. Oh my goodness, that is too bad. So yep, definitely. And um, everybody, we're, we're running a little behind. We had so much fun in the first part of the segment. I know we're a little late, but we're going to jump right into beauty and fashion. Okay, today's tips in beauty and fashion we have for you. This one's for the ladies, okay? I found the best possible sites you guys could want to go to about beauty and fashion, okay? And I love them, so I'm going to share them with you guys. This is my first tip today. So you might have to have your pencils ready. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk kind of fast but kind of slow. So Glamour.com, which is G-L-A-M-O-U-R.com. Totalbeauty.com, which is T-O-T-A-L-B-E-A-U-T-Y.com. Style Lee Hive, so it's it's... S-T-Y-L-E-H-I-V-E dot com. And then Shop Style, which is S-H-O-P-S-T-Y-L-E dot com. And then SheFinds dot com, which is She and then F-I-N-D-S dot com. And then FabSugar dot com. And I know FabSugar sounds like something to eat, but it's a beauty and fashion site, and you guys will find some excellent, excellent ideas and tips. It was so much information on there, and I just, I was really, really happy to be able to share that with y'all. No question, baby. And I have for the gentlemen out there bow ties. And bow ties, when I'm talking about a bow tie, not just a necktie, give a bow tie a shot. And I'm not talking about the clip-ons, fellas. Ask at the tie counter, and they should be able to help you and teach you how to tie that bow tie at the same time. So give them a shot. They come in a lot of different colors. can go with any, any suit and outfit. <laughs> Most definitely And then I have for you guys the jumpsuit Now I know you guys going to say What is she talking about? That's from the 70s And you're right It is from the 70s But it's back out there again It's hot Celebrities like Gwyneth Paltrow Eva Longoria Alicia Keys Is all putting their own modern spin on this 70s look But guess what? Not that that matters I mean wear what you want to wear But jumpsuit is hot So get you a jumpsuit ladies yeah, Jackie Christie wears one, y'all. Okay. <laughs> then for the gentlemen, I have argyle or striped colored socks. Add some style to your drobe. Check them out, y'all. You can wear them with anything from a suit, which will liven up when you sit down and they see your socks and say, "Ooh, a little color. Add some excitement to it. You can wear them with Converse and jeans, anything in between argyles and striped colored socks. Oh, most definitely. But, honey, can you wear Argyles with, like, a dress? Could I wear, like, a pair of Argyles and have a dress on or no? If you got game, you can do it. <laughs> you got to have oh, game, really? though. really? Well, speaking of games, um, I think that... Um Oh, yes, that is the time. It is always time. I love to hear that music right there because it's time to bring back the one, the only striped sock-wearing Wizzle. Wizzle, are you out there? 
I'm not far, Frank. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. Well, you know what? We're going to cover the spectrum today. We got hoop, we got a little baseball, boxing, and of course, we're going to end it off with the NFL. Well, let's talk a little bit of hoops here. New Orleans Hornets, they are overseas right now, and they're looking pretty good in, in Europe. Now, they are playing the Washington Wizards. Are there any outlooks for the New Orleans Hornets this year, Wizzle? Hornets definitely uh, look like they're taking off uh, from where they left off last year. Obviously, uh, a little bit of experience uh, helps you along your way on the road, and, and they're definitely taking off uh, in a, on a positive note. So, uh, barring injury and those type of freakish things that happen, it looks like they'll be one of the serious teams that will be a contender this year. Now, speaking of Europe, Wizzle, we see Kobe Bryant, three years, $60 million for Olympiakos, in Greece. Now, uh, I believe he's about 29 years old. Three years, $60 million. Do you do it or do you don't? You know, you have to figure out what you, uh, what, what do you do it for now? I mean, obviously, uh, you've, get, you've got your ring. He has some accolades that obviously some others don't. So maybe it's time to start looking at uh, financial stability, start looking at uh, the type of uh, uh, direction that they take athletes when they reach their peak and they're starting to look at the other side of the hill in terms of uh, financially and uh, security-wise. So uh, it's always good to think about yourself first, and uh, it's, it's obviously something to look at. Uh, Doug, wasn't it tax-free? Uh, oh, well, hey, tax-free is always good because that's $120 U.S. dollars now. Well, We're let, talking me, let me interrupt you guys. We got someone, uh, Tony Reed's actually saying, Florida State University, 5-1 for the season. Don't sleep on Bobby. Bowden. Now, I have no idea who this is. So what, what's your guys' thoughts on that? We got, uh, we got Wibble, what, what do you got down there in uh, Tallahassee with those uh, Florida State Seminoles? Can you tell me about those Seminoles, son? It is solid. You got a, a great group of athletes. Obviously, you're recruiting, and it is bar one. And uh, state-wise, uh, you've always put out upper-tier talent. Uh, we're not sleeping on anything. We'll, we'll watch what goes down. This is a college weekend. There's a lot of football going on. There's potential upsets. Uh, let's see what happens, bro. Let's relax. Just take it easy. We know you got a good team down there. Just relax. There you go. Shock five, everybody. Hey, five, five and one could lead you into the That's BCS. Right. That is if uh, some teams get upset. So we will be watching those Florida State Seminoles, no question. Now, staying in the world of basketball, last but not least, was I just wanted to get your, your insight on can the Boston Celtics repeat? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I said, can the Boston Celtics repeat? The Boston Celtics definitely have action. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. I was discombobulated. I was thinking about that Florida question. That really, really got me a little bit flustered there. Uh, anyways, Boston is obviously a very, very good team. Uh, Darius Miles, uh, some of the acquisitions they got, you know, let's face it, any team, any personnel uh, acquisition-wise that uh, goes to Boston, you're looking at a, 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 a transformed player, a, a more physical player, uh, a player that's going to give you 130%. So I think that they have a good thing going on right now, and it's probably the franchise to be on if you want uh, some pure basketball and you want the most for your money if you're a GM. There you go. Well, moving into the world of baseball, Whistle. obviously we got those Philadelphia Phillies going to the World Series by defeating the Los Angeles Dodgers 4-1. to And who 
will they be playing? Because uh, Tampa Bay looked like they were well on their way in game five, and all of a sudden seventh inning hits the Redskins, uh, excuse me, the Red Sox rally, and we have a game that will be going on. I believe it's starting right now, and it has started. I, I will be tuning in to check it out. But uh, is it the Red Sox or the Rays? You know what? I think this is a, it was obviously a, a huge, huge loss. Um, you know, I think it's, it, it, it's really, really big. Right now, experience plays a huge part of what's about to happen. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Boston won it. Now, it is Tampa's to win, being that they have the record. We have all the advantages number-wise. But now it comes down to a question of doubt. And if you've doubted yourself, uh, uh, Boston's been doubting yourself the whole time. And uh, maybe they crossed their mental hurdle. I don't know. I, it's something that I'm, I'm curious to see. But, hey, you can never put out a champion in the heart of a champion. And, and you got to witness that in that game. No question. So tune in. Check out the Red Sox and the Rays. Now, uh, just a quick one, keeping it in Washington. Ichiro Suzuki does it again, Wizzle. He reaches 200 hits for the eighth consecutive year, matching the Hall of Famer We Willie Killers. Mark, we've got to send a shout-out to Suzuki. What do you think about him? Oh, well, you got to give him big credit, uh, obviously, uh, the management, uh, the previous management for bringing uh, Mr. Ichiro here. Uh, and I'm sure that uh, obviously uh, Major League Baseball has prospered a lot from uh, his presence. Uh, and we've got to see another level of baseball being Seattleites and, and being able to go down to Safeco and whatnot and watch him out on the field. And, and he's truly a phenomenal player who's takes his craft seriously. And he also has a, an acute eye for fashion. So he looks good when he's leaving the game, too. Cheer up. <laughs> no, no question, Wizzle. Now, let's, I know everybody's waiting to hear it. Last week, Wizzle was 6-8, and eight, and there was a bunch of games that could have went either way and put you well, well into the positive. But we got New Orleans at Carolina. What do you got, Wizzle? You know what? They get Jeremy Shockey back uh, this week. Also, a, a, a very healthy Marcus Colston. I'm looking at New Orleans to go in Carolina and get an upset uh, with Drew Brees, the league-leading quarterback, uh, uh, going in there and leading a potent attack. I think they're going to pull the upset off in Carolina this week. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. I got Pittsburgh in this one. Cincinnati is obviously depleted. Uh, they have a lot of internal problems and physical in terms of personnel. But, hey, uh, Pittsburgh in this one. Tennessee at Kansas City. Tennessee, the only undefeated team. It's a huge task for uh, Kansas City this week, and also they will be missing one Larry Johnson, who will be on suspension for smacking someone in the face. Excuse me, the neighbors uh, have a good car right here, I guess. <laughs> Baltimore at Miami. Got to go with Miami in this one. They're at home. They uh, had a close one last week that they squeaked out of. Uh, but I look for them to get their mojo back and to get on the winning streak and, and to find their uh, find what it, to show to show everybody that they're a serious team. So I think it'll be a great game in Miami with an upset with Miami as the winners. There you go. Now San Francisco. And they are at the New York Giants. So the Bay Area visits the Big Apple. What do you got in that one? 
This is a huge one. I got to go with Frisco. I know it sounds funny, and I know all the Philly fans, if you're listening right now last week, you got me, okay? But I know that you were uh, grabbing your pants and, and, and tucking your seats because you guys were buckled in for a tough ride up until the fourth quarter, and Frisco is really that good of a team. And and, and Coach uh, Mike Marks, as far as on the offensive side of the ball and, and calling the shots, is really, really a genius and a mastermind. So I'm looking for an upset. I think the New York Giants is doing a little bit of searching right now, and I don't think they'll be prepared for what the Niners will have in store. There you go, Dallas at St. Louis. Here we go again. We've got to go with another upset. I'm going with the home team in this one. St. Louis came off a good win last week. They have a new head coach, and, excuse me, an interim. Teddy uh, has plenty of experience, and uh, I look for him to, to, to continue to make statements, and he wants a job, and this is the way you prove it. You go out, get wins, and you beat the teams you're not supposed to. Also, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the, the, the physical capabilities of uh, Tony Romo and his injured pinky and their quarterback controversies, as well as the internal uh, controversies with uh, one uh, Adam Jones, not to use Pac-Man. So I think, uh, hey, we got to go with St. Louis in this one. you got it. Detroit at Houston. Got to go with Houston. Houston is solid. Detroit, well... I don't know what to tell you, baby. You guys tried to get rid of Kidner. Kidner didn't want to do it. So, uh, you know, hey, we got to go with what's going to happen, man. Houston all day. The New York J-E-T-S at the Oakland Raiders. What do you got there? Brett, 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 Brett. We got to go with Brett, man. I like Oakland. It's going to be a great game. Uh, the atmosphere is going to be bananas, I'm sure, as for all the Oakland Raider fans and being in the area is going to be officially hypey, but uh, we got to go with Brett to go in there and handle business as they've been doing all year. There you go. Cleveland at Washington. This is going to be a good game. Uh, Cleveland, obviously, uh, feel like they've picked up a little momentum, but uh, i got to go with Washington in this one with the triple threat of the combinations of Sean Spring, Sean Alexander, and Jim Zorn, all Seattle 206 ties. I'm sorry to be a little bit biased, but please bear with me. Uh, they just signed Sean Alexander, picked him up off of waivers to, to uh, replace an injured uh, vet to, to, to back up uh, the league-leading rusher right now in the Clinton Porter. So I look for Sean to fit in, do extremely well, catch screen passes, and to, to keep their streak going. I look for them to, to, to be successful. They're a really tough team. They look good right now. So I'm going with Washington. Seattle at Tampa Bay. Man, this is going to be tough. Let me, let me tell you. We were trying to do everything we can up here in the 206 to get these Fox to play, and it's not working out right. So, hey, i got to go with Tampa Bay right now. Tampa Bay is really looking good. Jeff Garcia, hey, what can you say? He's the most uncredited, who needs some credit, unheralded quarterback that's in the league right now. Uh, you know, hey, he's doing his thing. Gruden's doing their thing. They got, they found their groove again, and I look for him to come ahead at home. Tampa Bay. San Diego at the Bills. This is going to be a great game. Uh, hey, I'm going with Buffalo, though. Ooh. I think San Diego found their stride, I, but I just believe that the injuries uh, to LaDainian Tomlinson are, are, are greater than what people are, are, are making out to be, and it really, really it helps in one aspect because it, it places Rivers in a, in a position where he has to make a lot of plays and do things with his arm and really take hold of the team. 
But then again, uh, you don't have the same attack because your backup running back is down in Atlanta, and he's the second league's leading rusher. So, uh, hey, I got to go with what happened in this one, Buffalo. You got it, Minnesota, black and blue division at Chicago. Chicago, all day. Man, there's nothing personal. I like the team. I like both teams. It's going to be a physical game. But I just think that Chicago has really found their quarterback. They found their niche. And they've found, uh, for so many uh, games that we watch them, they've been trying to find something to build on, something to, uh, a reason to build some momentum. And I think that they finally found that with finding uh, – a, sol- a solid quarterback or somebody who's going to be full-time in that position. So we don't have to worry about quarterback controversy. We can just go out there and play and concentrate on getting better each week. And I think we're going to start seeing a better Bears team and better performances. So I'm going to go with the Bears in this one. Indianapolis visits the Cheeseheads of Green Bay. Who do you got in that one? i got to go with Green Bay, and I know it's really not that mo- that popular, but, hey, I really like uh, Mr. Rogers and that he's being able to do out there in Green Bay. And let's not forget, they still have a very, very good team. Uh, they have very good receivers, and so uh, we'll see what happens. And, obviously, they've been uh, – they have a great coaching staff. So uh, I'm going I'm to have to go with the home team in this one. Well, Monday night we have the Denver Broncos visiting New England Patriots. Where you got there? I'm going to go with Jake the Snake, man. I know it is probably <laughs> the most popular pick, but I really like what color and some of the things that Denver's been able to do. And I think they're just uh, going to be able to put up more points than New England. I think that's what it's basically going to come down to. Uh, you got to be able to put up about 30, 30 points or so to, to compete with Denver. So, uh
forward slash Jackie and Doug Infinite Love and the winner's essay, of course, if you give us permission. So don't think we're just going to put it up there. We'll post it on our sites, all of our sites, and we have many of them, you guys. And we will also, you will win a prize, and the prize will be a $200 gift card to whatever you choose, whatever store you choose. Can I get involved in that, baby? <laughs> no, honey. This is just for our friends and listeners. Uh, so we know with the economy being as it is, and we're not trying to throw money around, because believe me, you guys, we need money like everybody else. But we figured, why not put smiles on people's faces? And we figured that would be a good thing, because love really means a whole heck of a lot to me and my husband. And not just with each other and our family and our kids and our friends and our fans and just our books and everything that we do to try to better this world, love is important. And we think right now that would be a good contest to have. So um, we want you guys to do that. And we also have five questions for you this week that people wrote in about, and they wanted me and Doug to answer. So I'll let my husband start. Well, baby, that's good that you let me start because the first question is for you, and it says, Jackie, what are your tips on planning a great wedding on a small budget with little time to do it? Okay. I would say first, congratulations that you're engaged, and then I would say first you have to do this. And I'm going to talk kind of fast because I know we got nine minutes left, you guys. I'm watching the counter, and I'm having so much fun I don't want to go, but I'm going to, I'm going to go. Okay, locate the minister or whoever will officiate the wedding. That means whoever you're going to have, you know, do the wedding. They have to be licensed, of course. So um, you want to locate them, and you want to get your vows. you got to do that first and foremost. Start off by doing that. Then second, you want to decide on the church or the place to have the wedding. Um, if you don't want to have it at church, you want to have it at your home, you want to have it at a local hall, you want to have it at, you know, city hall, you want to have it wherever. you got to locate the, the place it's going to be. Then you want to decide the date, okay, of the wedding and book that location. So that's going to be very important, okay? Then next is the dress and the tux for the bride and the groom. And you can either wear a formal, traditional wedding gown, and he can wear a tux, where you can go to any tux shop. Every city has one. Even the smaller towns have one. And you can rent a tuxedo, or he can wear a nice suit, and you can wear a beautiful dress. The first year me and my husband, Doug, got married, um, your co-host, in case you guys didn't know, uh-huh. <laughs> we um, we got married three days after my husband um, after he proposed, and he got a beautiful black suit. And I, because he's tall and everything, so he couldn't just get a custom-made tux right off the rack. And I got a pretty black cocktail dress. That's what I got married in the first year. And then our second marriage, I had the traditional wedding gown. And then, you know, now this is 14 marriages later. So you guys have to read our book to find out what I wore in each one. And there's some pictures of some of the weddings in there, too. And it's called No Ordinary Love, A True Story of Marriage and Basketball. And I wasn't trying to, like, plug it or nothing, but I figured mm-hmm. I'd tell you so you wouldn't be lost. Okay, third, um, is decide the date. Okay, I told you that one. And then fourth is the dress and the tux. And um, fifth is the guest, who and how many will attend. So you have to make sure you know who that is. So do the guest list number five. Anything past this is icing on the cake, you guys. That means like the honeymoon or whatever else, you know. Oh, I want to have some jewelry on, all that stuff's extra. If you do those five basic things, I think you can do it on a, on a smaller budget and you can do it in a quick amount of time. No number question. two. Doug and Jackie, do you feel you set a good example of how marriage and relationships are supposed to be? As many, uh, oh, excuse me, as me and my friends all feel that you guys do out here in Missouri. David Carson, honey. Mm, Missouri, that's the show me state. I hear that. Show me. 
Well, I would say yes. We we feel that uh, we are good examples. Not uh, not trying to be good examples, but obviously trying to be good mates to each other, to respect and love each other. And when you have a basis of that, usually you are going to get the the positivity, which is ultimately going to be a good example. And first and foremost, also not only mention the love for each other, but also trying to show our children that you know you can love and respect your mates. So hopefully, when they grow up and they are married that they get somebody and, and they, when they go out to choose somebody, they choose somebody who is going to love and respect them at the same time. Oh, most definitely. Almost. I, I have to reiterate everything that my husband just said. And I would also have to say that I do think that we set a good example, and that is respecting one another and also always trying to be available to help anybody out there that's looking for any kind of guidance or um, from experience. Of course, we're not you know, licensed or anything to to be counselors, but we live and, and we experience it every day. So it's common sense and it's, it's experience, living by experience. So we can help you go to our MySpace, and I can give you any advice I have for the ladies out there or men, and same with my husband. So if you guys want to ask us a question coming from either side, we're definitely going to answer you and email you back, okay? Or you can go to our website. we got someone that asked us about um, our website, and we do have a, a normal website too as well, and it is JackieChristie.com. And that is our company name. I know everybody's like, oh, is that Jackie's site or her and Doug's or who's? It is our site, a family site. But it's my name because it was our. It started out as our business, and that's what it is. So you go there, you can email us, you can check out everything we got going on, and just you know, kick it with us there. Okay, so make sure you do that. And baby, I got one for you right here. This question says, is it true? that if a guy starts to work late and he's not calling home as much, is he having an affair? I would have to absolutely say no, especially in this economy. If he's working late, he's trying to help you pay the bills. <laughs> okay, so no. And no, I'm just kidding. I know stereotypically that's what they show us on TV and movies and different things like that. And sometimes you have to look at it, you know, for the greater good, and you have to say, well, maybe he really is working. And you just have to ask your mate. Every situation, however, is different. I don't want to be misleading to anyone and say, oh, no, he's not doing that. And then you call your girlfriend and she don't answer the phone and you mm-hmm. find her purse in his car the next day. So he <laughs> might. it could be something going on but I would I would hate to think so and I really say give everybody the benefit of the doubt and always again like we reiterated in the first part of the show is look for the good in any situation but honesty and that that's what you have to have in your relationship and faithfulness and togetherness and you should be able to talk about anything so ask them say are you avoiding coming home or you know it's better to talk about it than to accuse because people get really angry if they are put in that type of a position so um, just talk about it and then number four we have Jackie and Doug, how should me and my boyfriend tell our families that I'm expecting when neither of our families want us to be together? Ooh. Uh-oh. That's a that's a little bit of a tough one, but not really because you'll be surprised what a new life and a baby can do. It, it brings people together. And, and, in fact, if the two of you love each other, uh, not saying it's like my wife said, we're not counsels, but it doesn't really matter what anybody else says at that particular time because love conquers all and a, and a baby into the world is a beautiful thing. So hopefully that your families will understand and come together instead of being families and be one family. Oh, most definitely. And um, Anthony in our chat room, he's wonderful. He he put maybe the guy's just out trying to escape for a minute. And I, I de- we definitely agree with you, Anthony. That's probably exactly what could be going on out there. 
No question about it, baby. Always, uh, like you said, check that out first before anything, because definitely uh, I'd have to say no on that one. But let me ask you one more question, baby. Why do do you guys think couples get divorced so much nowadays? I wanted to get that one in. Um, I think that couples get divorced so much nowadays because, again, um, a societal view and the fact that in entertainment and everything else, as soon as you turn on your computer, you're seeing the latest celebrity, oh, they're calling it quits. You know, in this um, day and age with, you know, five-minute marriages and 20-second divorces, it's becoming easier, and people feel like I can just trade in my mate and get somebody else, or this ain't working, I'm going to give up. And there again, sacrifice, um, diligence, belief, faith, a foundation, um, stability, all of that comes into play when you're in a marriage. Once you make that decision, try everything you can to save your marriage and to be married and be happy and be best friends. And I think a lot of people are getting divorced because they're thinking that it's easier out there to just go start over. But when it really, you know, it, unfortunately it isn't. But, you know, to each his own and everyone's different. Babe, I, I would have to say two things on that one. With the with the explosion of communications uh, as far as devices and all these different things, it's taken down the communication of the individuals to be able to communicate with each other. And I think that in a, in a marriage, communication is a, is a big, big thing. So that's one reason. And then the other is no dedication to commitment. You have to be committed to the commitment. It's not always going to be perfect, but it is beautiful. And you have to rely on that. Like my wife said earlier, is you have to look at the positives and I really think that those are two reasons communication and no dedication to commitment and why people these days are getting a lot more divorces babe oh most definitely and um, what we wanted to do is um, we're getting ready to head out and we will leave you with um, here's a very innocent song by our daughter Shani thank you guys so much for coming and again have a wonderful week have a wonderful week rest of the weekend and we'll catch you next time same place same time peace respect Hug me, the words still say Like baby you love
Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.